Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome friends to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you want to make my day, all you gotta do is hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by CrepeSuzette85. Demote me, but then ask for my notes? I don't think so. I got a job some time ago last year at this place and was more than excited to start. 8 to 5 workday, guaranteed weekends off, guaranteed breaks, medical leave, the works. I enjoyed the beginning and took very detailed, meticulous notes. I brought supplies from home to make up for our less than nice, company-funded supplies that would break easily. All was good. And then I noticed after a good six months that within my department, everyone else had gotten a promotion and a raise. Including a lady that started the same time as me, but I was skipped due to not being able to keep up. My other two co-workers and supervisor are mothers with piss-poor planning. They come in late every day, they barely make it into our morning meetings, they all miss about two hours of work, yet expect me to pick up the slack while they go out for lunch, and I eat a quick sandwich while typing away. I noticed a few weeks ago that the other two women are always on their smartphones constantly. Like, I'm putting in job orders and in and out of Teams meetings, and whenever I get a chance to look up, they're both on their phones. My supervisor was gone for the week, so they just did whatever they wanted. Through some talking, I ended up finding out that between all three of us and my supervisor, I was in charge of the most accounts, plus whatever extra work our sister plant shoved off on us. I was expected to oversee those projects as well. I protested finally when an entire week passed, where I was so busy I could not get any new jobs in process while my other two slackers TikTok and Snapchat surfed. Instead of offering to let the other two have an account or two of mine, I was instead accused of never being able to keep up and was threatened with demotion, so I demoted myself. I went to upper management, expressed interest in the call center, and lo and behold, they want me plus they'll let me keep my pay rate. My supervisor was informed yesterday she is furious. She insists that before I can clear my desk, I have to wrap up all of my current projects and that I must give her my binder full of notes so that she can pass it to the other two. I finished my projects, but that binder is mine to tinker with until today. I work on one specific account that is very different from the others, with a very anal retentive account coordinator. I'm about to pass my supervisor a binder with very redundant notes about the very beginning easy procedures, but I'm not leaving a single note about that specific account. Like, I'll explain how to make an item number for material, which everyone knows how to do, but I'm conveniently leaving out the unit of measurement it has to be received in as. What this will do is cause whoever gets my account to have to endure a day's worth of calls from our receiving department, plus angry calls from that account manager. I'll explain the different branches, but I'll leave out the reference numbers for shipping charges so they'll have to spend days fixing incorrect freight charges to our company account. I'll explain how to set up a project for this account in the notes, but I'll conveniently leave out what we're supposed to do with the leftover material. 
That'll lead to that account manager hounding them for her stuff back as she threatens to make our supervisor pay. I know it's petty, but I'm tired of being a woman surrounded by other women who are often older than me who cannot grow past high school levels of cattiness and who are glued to their smartphones. Last week it was a crap show because the two workers got into it and almost got into a fight in the parking lot over one of the new warehouse temps because he's hot. These two are 44 and 23. The temp is 19 and he has a girlfriend and a kid already acting like they're 15 and 5, fighting over an object. It's disgusting and depressing. Today is my last day in that department, and I'm arriving half an hour early to get my things. All of them. My coffee, sugar, creamer, label stock, cleaning wipes, breath mints, birthday party supply box, pads, tampons, masks, hand sanitizers, decorations, my keyboard I paid for, my mouse, and my power strip. I'm also taking the St. Patrick's Day potluck fund that none of them has contributed to. Why? Because the call center workers have been mostly contributing to it. I've already had them ask if I could at least leave the coffee and pads behind, but no. They couldn't respect me, so quite frankly, I don't give a freak if they get cranky and bleed through their name brand clothing. Anywho, I can't wait to start on the call center Monday and have a great potluck with my new co-workers. Wish me luck. If you had a bunch of co-workers who completely disrespected you, did nothing to carry any weight while you carried everything, and then asked for you to leave notes behind to tell them everything you do when you're on the way out, would you conveniently forget a lot of things that they probably should know in order to let them find it out the hard way? Or is that just too petty and it's better to just take the high road and leave what you got behind? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Pinkfloss9. I Uno reversed a malicious compliance. This happened years ago when I used to work at a front office at a front desk one summer during college. A video I saw today just reminded me of the incident. One day this lady came in to pay a fine. She was very rude and angry about her fine. I don't know the particulars because all I did was work the front desk. She decided to try a little malicious compliance. Her fine was about $250 and she said she was going to be paying in quarters. I knew I had to comply since we're supposed to accept any legal tender. I took the bags from her but realized that she had unrolled every single roll of quarters. She said that since we want to waste her time with a stupid fine, she will also waste our time. I tried to explain slash beg her not to do this to me since I had nothing to do with her fine. She didn't care and said that we're all evil. She smirked and said, one man, one sound. I realized then that there was no reasoning with her. I was furious, but I began counting one by one. We were interrupted by multiple phone calls and customers, so I had to restart a few times. She realized how long this would really take. She tried to stack the quarters to help me count faster, but I told her that it was my job. That I couldn't just take the word that the stacks were correct, so I had to do it one by one like she asked for. Two others came, paid, and left while she was still standing there. She started getting mad saying that I was wasting her time on purpose. I told her that we don't have a coin counter so this is how long it would take. She threatened to call the police. I told her to go ahead, that I'll have to restart when the police get here so I can be sure to get an accurate count. After someone else came and left, she finally snapped. She whipped out her credit card and paid. As she was leaving, she snatched one of the bags off the counter but the handle gave way spilling all the coins all over the floor. She scooped up what she could, but left a good chunk. I told her she was littering and she flipped me off. 
I got a broom and swept up the coins. There was about 192 quarters on the floor. When I was leaving work, I found some more in the parking lot. It wasn't a whole lot of money, but for a broke college student, it was great. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of spanning or holding on to coin change, but if there's literally $50 and quarters sitting on the ground, you're darn sure I'm picking that up. It might sit in a jar for a year or two before I finally cash it in somehow, or slowly whittle it away here and there for things, but I'll use that $50. It's awkward, but I've tipped the pizza man before using nothing but quarters. Our next story is by Out of My Way I Gotta Pee, that time I received a police welfare check. When I was 21, I flew from my parents' nest and moved to literally the other side of the continent. I'm pretty shy, so it was lucky that my older sister lived there, and I was able to stay with her and her husband while I found my feet. They were pretty great to me, and in lieu of rent, they asked two things. That I pay for the household's groceries each week, and that I answer the home phone in the evenings because they'd recently switched carriers and their old one was trying to lure them back. Happy days, did as instructed. Screened two or three calls a week with, no, they're not able to come to the phone right now, may I take a message? To any and all callers. Had a bit of fun blowing off nuisance callers and weeded out a few telemarketers here and there. This carried on for a few months, until one Saturday morning, a lady called up keen to recruit them back to their old phone carrier. I have a little voice and it must have been particularly sweet this day because she led with, Oh, hello, could I speak to mommy or daddy, please? I was slightly taken aback, but I'm a very honest soul, so the only answer I really could give was, No, they're not here right now. The lady was keen to make her pitch, so they tried asking when would be a good time to call them. Again, nothing but the truth for me, I'm not sure, I haven't seen them in over a month. This concerned her somewhat, so she tried, well, is there a grown-up looking after you while they're gone? I was hitting my stride by this stage, trying to just be moderately annoying, but again, honest. So I truthfully replied that I live here with my sister, but she's not at home either. She had, after all, been taking very good care of my sheltered butt since I moved over there, teaching me how to survive on my own. She was a bit relieved by this answer, so more confidently asked, well, when would be a good time to talk to her? Unfortunately for her, my sister had gone a few hours away the night before for a wedding and was staying in the big smoke. I knew she was away that night, but she talked about possibly staying away for a few because there were some great deals on last minute hotels. So sorry lady. She left last night and I don't know when she's going to be back. I was on my own. Sounding very uncertain, the nice lady said, Oh, okay then. And we ended the call. I went back to playing Candy Crush in the sun, thinking nothing more about it, until there came a knock at the door. Nearly pooped myself when I opened it to find two police officers who had been contacted by a very concerned lady and had come to check up on the abandoned child staying at the address. After a much more straightforward, whose house is this? Do you live here? Are you safe? Are you over the age of 13? They went on their merry way, probably quite pleased to be tasked with such an easy job. And I learned to use my big girl voice when I answer the phone. You don't have to use your big girl voice to answer the phone. You just don't have to role play as a abandoned kid. Opie's like, I learned that day that I can never hold back. It's like, no, you just gotta learn not to say, I don't know when mommy or daddy or even big sister's going to be back. I'm all on my own. This next story is by Tachi Queen, an offhanded comment. I didn't know he was the CEO. Whoops. One of my very first jobs was at a factory doing floor care in the office areas after they closed for the day. Sweeping, mopping, stripping and waxing, the whole works. 
One night, I was working alone in a hallway near the main lobby, just mopping my little heart out, and I heard footsteps approaching. I had signs up, but I could tell these guys were deeply engrossed in a folder and discussing something. I really didn't want them to fall, so I called out, Please be careful, gentlemen. The floor's wet and a bit slick. These guys were about even with me now, looked up, made eye contact, and laughed before responding, Oh, we're hardly gentlemen. Don't call us that. Without missing a beat or even thinking about it, I responded just as they walked past me, If you say so, ladies, have a good night. The two burst in hysterics, thanked me for the laugh, and continued upstairs to the conference room. Shortly after, my boss came running down the steps. Apparently he'd seen the interaction from the second floor. His eyes were wide and he said, Why would you say that? I said, I don't know. They said they weren't gentlemen and did not call them that. Ladies was the first thing to come to mind. Anyway, that's how I called the CEO and president of the nationally recognized corporation, Ladies, on their way to a meeting. I think the boss is just a little paranoid. It seemed like a very human interaction. And our final story of the day is by Boy in Black 13X. Demand that I reprint and mail out all previous bills since the account's been opened? Sure thing. When I worked at a call center for one of the big three telcos, I was in the billing queue for this call. The call starts off, and the client's relatively nice and pleasant and are inquiring why TV and internet aren't working anymore. A quick glance shows no payments have been made for the last six months. He's about halfway through a three-year contract <clears throat> service agreement. I inform the client that he's past due, and at least the past due amount needs to be paid to get services restored. This is when he becomes extremely rude and starts to blatantly lie. He calls BS because he's never gotten a bill since he opened his account, never got any warnings or notifications of any kind, which was a lie. He opted for e-billing and had an online self-serve account. My end showed all his logins for the previous month, logged in about once a week and added TV packages, and upgraded his internet speeds. He received email and text messages every month about his bill, and asked how much his monthly bill should be. After add-ons and upgrades, I informed him of so-and-so a month before taxes. Now he blows a gasket, saying he was quoted X amount a month, and I said yes, that's the price you were paying until you upgraded your speeds and added on more TV packages. He starts swearing how I'm lying to him and asks for the minimum amount he needs to pay to get services restored. Then, to make matters worse, his billing cycle is the next day, and the new minimum past due amount goes up another month's charges plus late fees. So unless he's making a credit card payment, they go through instantly, today, You'll have to pay more, and he blows another gasket. He's swearing so loud it's distorting as buzzing on my headset, and he says he's going to get his grandma to talk with me. I try to explain the situation to her, but she's having none of it. Everything I say is a lie, and I'm ripping off her grandson, and he'd never lie about not getting a bill. As she's the one making the payment today, she demands mailing out all of his bills since his account was opened. It's a $3 reprint fee to cover postage, and I'm still trying to save them money, trying to say that her grandson has access to view all his bills in his self-serve account in PDF format, so it looks just like the one that comes in the mail. She won't listen and demands I mail them out and inform her it's a $3 reprint fee per bill per month, but she's talking over me and saying what a ripoff and she'll pay the $3 fee. She must have assumed it's $3 for the lot of reprints, not $54 for 18 months worth of reprints. 
and for good measure, and to ensure they receive all the bills, I go into his account the next day and reprint the newest bill. I wish I could have seen the looks on their faces when they see $54 in reprint fees when the bill arrives in snail mail and another $3 the next month. I documented the entire interaction of the call, especially when I'm trying to save them money to use self-serve instead of reprints to cover my butt because oh boy. They called back to dispute the charges, but the manager didn't credit them and the only coaching I received from that call was to advise them $54 for the reprints in addition to $3 per bill per month. But my manager was smiling and knew I deliberately left out the total while still giving them the price. I just didn't do the math for them. I mean, to be fair, nobody likes dealing with telcos and their customer service and paying their bills and the service agreements and fees and whatnot. But these customers were not good customers to begin with. Went half a year without paying and then were complaining that their service went out? And then were complaining that the prices were higher because they made upgrades? They kinda deserved it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.